This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Cop Talk, talking crime. Cases and backing the blue. Now, here are your hosts, Captain Ed Mamet and Detective Kevin Schroeder. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cop Talk. I'm uh, Edward uh, Mamet, retired New York City police captain. Uh, I'm filling in for our host, retired first grade detective Kevin Schroeder, who's off on another covert assignment somewhere in the world. And uh, this is my pleasure filling in for him once more. And filling in for me, who would be the co-pilot, is our producer, Joseph Diamond. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Cop Talk. Today, we have another Kevin on the show. Uh, his name is Kevin Ward. Kevin Ward is the customer success manager at Zero Eyes. Zero Eyes is a company that deploys artificial intelligence, gun detection software for law enforcement. Uh, and that's become uh, quite an interesting um, product lately. It's been around for a while, but... I guess his is better than most. Kevin is a former Pennsylvania State Trooper and the U.S. Army Special Forces Sergeant. We also have with him a former Navy SEAL, Dusty Brooks, the co-founder of Zero Eyes. Gentlemen, welcome to Cop Talk. Thank you. Hey, yeah, thanks for having us on, guys. Really appreciate it. So, gentlemen, um, your company's headquartered, I think, right outside of Philadelphia. Uh, big, big story today. Big breaking news. Uh, a dangerous convicted murderer, Danilo Cavalcante, who was escaped from prison two weeks ago. He was caught today um, by a, I, I guess this is one of the largest, probably the la- largest manhunt this year in the United States, or certainly um, the, the news coverage has been um, very significant. First of all, my hat's off to all Pennsylvania law enforcement and all agencies that are involved with that. Um, but Kevin, you spent years as a uh, Pennsylvania trooper, so I just wanted to get your thoughts on what's going out th- on out there today. I did. Um, uh, I'm, I'm happy that no one was injured. Um, I spent uh, eight years on on this Pennsylvania CERT team, the tactical team, a special emergency response team. So um, I texted some of my buddies that are still on the team, and I'm glad it came to a happy ending with with no one being injured, obviously. And uh, obviously, a big shout out to all the agencies that were involved with this, all the federal, local, and state agencies that helped out with this. That was a big team win there. How has your experience then as a state trooper shaped your views on, on gun violence? And either one of you can comment. Kevin, uh, we'd like to share with, with Dusty also. So Dusty, feel free to, uh, to talk if you want to. So just being a former law enforcement, obviously um, dealing with gun violence. Um, I worked a little over 21 years, state police, started in patrol, um, eventually moved over to the criminal investigation side. And then eventually my last eight years, I worked with our uh, tactical team. And and just uh, looking at our company or this company now, Zero Eyes, and, and how they've been proactive with the gun violence, it's, um, it's an incredible journey that they're on. And um, they've had some great successes. And, uh, you know, using that AI technology to detect Brandish weapons is it's uh, incredible. It's it's going to be a game changer. How did you come to work with them? Uh, so I started at Zero Eyes about um, nine months ago now. 
Um, I met the um, the one of the CEOs of the company, Mike Layeth, at an event. Um, we got we were talking for a while, and um, at the end of that, he he asked me. He said, "Hey, you know, what are you doing now?" I'd recently retired from law enforcement and uh, did a few interviews with the company, and and I got I met up with Dustin here, and um, he brought me on as one of the customer success managers. So it's been it's been excellent. I will add with that. So you know something our company is really focused on as we've continued to scale and grow out and, and kind of spread across the country and add, you know, more individuals to the teams. You know, we've been a, you know, former law enforcement, military background company focused first. We've been fortunate enough to engage in some programs with military transitioning vets called a skill bridge program too, which is a, a program with the, within the DOD that helps veterans transition into civilian-based jobs. That's something we've been able to partnership with the, the DOD as well. And then I would I would say that, you know, anecdotally, 75% of our company right now is is around around that of of transitioned uh, law enforcement members and 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 military members in the organization. So, you know, everybody's backgrounds and special operations or being law enforcement really helps shape the way that we are able to deliver our product to the market as well. So give us a, a layman's view. How, how does the software work? How, did, how does it help to stop uh, gun shootings? Uh, I'm sorry, mass shootings. Yeah. And to understand kind of how it works, I, I like to give a little bit of a background on it. So the Parkland shooting happened down in Florida in the school district in 2018, where the individual got an Uber to a school, got prepped in a stairwell, pulled out a gun in a stairwell, and then proceeded to go throughout the building in multiple floors and then ultimately end up exiting the building and going to a local McDonald's and appeared to be as if he was a student. So, you know, in looking at that situation, our team took kind of the approach of what exists in security in that environment and what doesn't exist and where could we focus some efforts to be able to support. And we saw from the technology piece that the kid stood in a stairwell for quite a bit of time before actually doing the the act and had an exposed weapon in front of a camera. So our our team, the founding core team of of Zero Eyes took that and was like, if we could identify a gun early on and provide situational awareness to first responders and law enforcement, could we have some kind of value add here? And in all cases, you know, not there's not there's so many different cases of active shooter events, but the idea of that being able to send early warning information, we've definitely seen of benefit in the marketplace in relationship to security. So and an and overall kind of layout of what we do is we overlay on existing camera infrastructure at places of business or school districts. So we use their existing cameras and make them proactive with technology to identify guns. If we get an identification, we have a 24-7, 365 monitoring center that's staffed primarily by former law enforcement or military veterans that review those alerts and then act as a response center to be able to provide that information via mobile app, via phone call, via SMS text messages to our customers to let them know that, hey, there's there's a gun on on your campus or in your place of business. And, you know, it's up to them based on their SOPs, how they respond to that situation. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, just to go into the weeds a little bit, how how does the software pick up a gun as you can sort of comparing it to a database of rifles and, and pistols? You know, it's, it's looking for that shape. Is it because it's a two dimensional, it's two dimensional information, right? It's not picking up any texture or any, you know, any of the, the physical qualities. So is it just the yeah. image is, you know, flagged? No, absolutely. I mean, that's it. And from a 36,000 foot view, uh, without having one of our, our uh, AI guys on the call with me, we look for active guns. So exposed weapons, guns in hands. We initially built our object recognition model to focus on guns that were primarily used in mass shooting. So your AR style weapons, your semi-automatic pistols, et cetera. But then we, we've started to expand. So we'll take little grabs, bring in an additional weapon system, compare it to the model that we've built before without degrading any kind of performance of being able to detect weapons at certain distances and carry configurations. And then we'll add that weapon into the model. And then, so our team is, we've got a whole team in in Philadelphia that's uh, dedicated to that process, to making our detection capabilities better, 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 better constantly. And uh, how does it, if somebody's monitoring the screens and uh, in the response center, is it sort of like air traffic control? Like, does it start to beep? Like, will it beep if it picks up something? How, like, how does it alert the, uh, the the human who's looking for this? Yeah. So our, our monitors that are sitting in Philadelphia, they, they're looking at essentially a blank screen and they don't see anything unless the AI picks it up and shows it to them. And then if they, sh- if, if there's an image that pops up that has a bounding box around it, just kind of a, a box drone or drawn around what it thinks to be a gun. That analyst is to look at that and essentially they ask themselves one question, uh, is this gun or is this not a gun? And if it's not a gun, then we discard that image into a database. And then if it is a gun, then we dispatch that image. So the analyst clicks dispatch and then it goes to our customers via mode of different operations. How do you distinguish if it's a phony gun or a real gun? How many phony guns look like real guns? <laughs> yeah, you you would be amazed at uh, you know, <clears throat> Kevin Kevin on his side of the house with the customers uh, deals with this quite a bit. But you would be amazed what what shows up as a gun. I always make the joke we we had a corporate customer that really liked to play the Matrix movie in the background of uh, one of their areas. So we got a lot of uh, Matrix movie detections, but our analysts do a do a rigorous training process to uh, really go through and, and identify their own internal SOPs of how to escalate or de-escalate situations. There's been a lot of swatting calls in the school systems, if you're familiar with them, where they're, they're essentially prank calls for active shooters. Yes. Um, in which we've had law enforcement show up, guns drawn, um, and we've gotten detections and then been able to de-escalate those situations with our customers just based on, you know, us not having detections of an active shooter or, you know, notifying key personnel at that at that school or that location that law enforcement has shown up. You know, we don't actively pursue modeling out um squirt guns or or, you know, 
uh, Nerf guns, et cetera, but we do get those from time to time. And we're able to provide that situational awareness in a kind of a softer position as opposed to a hard dispatch to our customers and just let them know and give them situational awareness. But internally, we have SOPs to still provide that situational awareness, but de-escalate situations that may or may not be a active shooter event. To clarify for our listeners, I assume what you're t- telling us is that the gun or what appears to be a gun has to be visual. Your equipment will not detect a gun if it's under the person's clothing or in the person's clothing. It has to, has to be out and visual to a uh, Visible to a camera, am I correct? Yeah, that's well stated. And and so, you know, we look at security, all all good security comes in layers. We're a proactive position and a situational awareness tool. We are not, you know, the 100% solution. So if you don't have security guards, you should, you know, probably have some kind of personnel at a school system or a place of business that can actually receive and, and manage and proactively pursue any kind of situational awareness information that they get, whether that be uh, object recognition through camera systems like Zero Eyes, looking for guns, or that be, you know, people being screened at front doors or just overall security assessments of closed and open doors, access control systems, etc. But we sit in that layer of security we as a proactive solution um, instead of a reactive solution. What are the uh, training requirements for using uh, such friendly touches software? Yeah. And Kevin, you can hop in on this one too. I, I would say that, you know, that there's, it's really interesting. We detect guns and send it alerts, right? That is what our company does, but there's no out of the box solution or one size fits all for any customer. Everybody's got their own security. They've got their own SOPs. They may have relationship with local law enforcement. They may not. They may have local uh, relationships with the local 911 dispatch centers or the PSAPs, or they may not. So we take kind of a proactive, approach and really root in with our customers and partner and try to help them develop, you know, the most robust security position for their site. And that's what, you know, Kevin on the call from his experience in law enforcement. And then what we have with technology is able to start combining those two things together and really create like a, uh, an ecosystem of security for our customer that that really supports them. Kevin, what do you have to say about this? Exactly what Dustin was just mentioning. Um, Again, when you look at a lot of these active shooter scenarios and situations that happen, over 70% of them, right, they're displaying the firearm in front of a camera prior to committing the act, um, usually for several minutes, you know, that prep stage. Um, we're, you know, what the company's trying to do is we're trying to steal that time back from that shooter. And then, again, once the calls start coming in, <clears throat> the 911 calls for an active shooter situation, you're getting all sorts of descriptions. You're having that chaos, that that fog of war almost. With this technology, it, it helps clarify that. Imagine, you know, you're a police officer and you're responding to an active shooter. You know nothing. And there's hundreds of calls coming in, all kinds of descriptions, number of shooters. Imagine if you were able to get an image of the shooter right there, real time, what they're wearing, what they're carrying, um, that would bring some clarity and, and help you on who you need to look for and the location. That, that was an interesting question. How does the officer in the patrol car get that information or that picture? Is there special equipment in the in the police cars? So we, we, we operate through a system um, called Rapid SOS as well that um, is tied into the local 911 centers. So when we send out an image, many of these 911 centers will get that same image. And if they have the ability to send it to the patrol car, then they, they can. 
So it's up to them to send it, not you. Yes, we, we still send it to our clients. They have a, We have a mobile app, and we also have a SMS text alert app, and they get a certain amount of licenses, and they can choose who, who gets those licenses. We're trying to put that actionable intelligence into the hands of people that are going to respond to these situations. What were some of the situations where you have uh, deployed the, the product? Yeah, we, we've had quite a bit. You know, so I mentioned some of the swatting calls with responding law enforcement that have showed up, you know, from that all the way to, we haven't had your traditional active shooter situation, but we have had illegal firearms and, you know, public transit centers, public buildings, et cetera, that people had brandished guns. Uh, that otherwise they wouldn't have known that they were there had we not detected them and and sent those alerts out. And those individuals were detained and, you know, they were able to get to those individuals in, in around three to five minutes. Otherwise, they would have, wouldn't have had known those individuals were there. And you deployed them in schools? Because uh, I see, I think in the schools, that's really where it would be a perfect uh yeah, absolutely. So we we look at three different verticals as far as what our company pursues and where we can you know, benefit the most. One of those is education, so K through twelve and higher ed. The other is uh, you know commercial environments, so anywhere that there's a security camera in an airport or a subway center or a corporate environment, a corporate building downtown, or even municipalities. So cameras deployed across the cities. Uh, we have the ability to work with literally any security camera. So we have a vertical for education or for commercial. And then we've also got a vertical for uh, the DOD and government solutions too. So we do a lot of uh, R&D projects with the with the government. You know, some of the stuff that we've looked at is like robot dogs and drones and et cetera. And everything that gets built with those teams, you know, we're able to provide that that technology to our you know customers on the commercial and education side too. So we've got this nice feedback loop of being able to go into bigger, broader projects. And then anything that we find of benefit to our education customers or commercial customers, we're able to apply that technology to those as well. You reached out to any of the large police agencies like New York City Police Department? Yeah. And I, so we've got a, a team that's pretty entrenched with you know connecting with law enforcement teams in New York City. Um, you know, we're not really tied to that unless the customers come on to our side and we're we're kind of managing those customers. So there are projects that are happening. You know, we're 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 always looking for different people to communicate with and connect with. So if there is, you know, any listeners on that on that New York side of the house, contact our team through the website is definitely uh, you know of benefit. Well, you know, for for an, make an analogy, you know, the New York City Police Department uses the product called shot spot. Yep. When it picks up the sound of gunshots, and they've had that product for a number of years. What it does, it picks up everything, including backfires, firecrackers. That's one of the problems, distinguishing a real gunshot from something <laughs> else. But, you know, uh, the, the department is quite, quite progressive. They do look into products like this. So I would think that this product would be very uh, an interest of the police department, at least to tell the people that they deal with, the store owners, the business owners, you know, what that's available. Installation because we do have a New York has a crime prevention program where crime prevention survey is available to all businesses free of charge. This product might be something that uh, those people should be told about. You might want to reach out to the police department to at least make them aware that it's available, that they can recommend it. Not that they're allowed to recommend, but you know, tell their um, people that they when they inspect the premises that this kind of software is available. Absolutely. I mean, we're we're 
100% dedicated to this mission and and available to have any uh, phone calls of, of of interest. So, you know, you mentioned ShotSpotter and that's, you know, mm-hmm. technology that we were aware of when we started the company. And that's, you know, could be a phenomenal resource to be able to kind of create a response. But, you know, to, in our mind, whenever shots are fired, the shots have already been issued. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're, we're trying to be on that other end. And, and again, all good security comes in layered positions. What what advice would you give to law enforcement agencies considering you know, using it, even though it's designed mainly for private sector? Would you give the uh, police agencies advice that they can use it on their own? Yeah, you know, like like Kevin mentioned on the call earlier too, mm-hmm. we we work with a lot of law enforcement. So um, some of the feedback that we've gotten with with the law enforcement teams is that. You know they they've had more of a curated response. They've been able to decrease response time just based on knowing where the shooter was, what they looked like, and kind of what the event that they were running into. So as a response position, and I know being a military member, special operations downrange, like if I knew that I was responding to an event where they got had an AK forty seven versus a you know nine millimeter Glock. The, the approach is a little bit different on how hard or soft or or how you take the doors or how you dynamically entry or, or or whatever. So, you know, what I would say to those guys is technology is out there. We try to be a force multiplier. So where your eyes aren't, and then add that situational awareness to try to curate a, a faster, quicker response, hopefully save lives. And then, you know, even the guys that are that are running into those situations, give them a leg up. Well, that's a very important part of it. That's why the police uh, agencies should, should, agency should be aware of the product. Well, you know, um, any information that a responding police officer can get is very helpful. Uh, to make another analogy, many agencies build into their EDP process. EDP stands for emotionally disturbed people, which is a big thing. Uh, if there had been prior calls to a location or if the person is armed, they transmit this information to the responding units so that they are aware that there have been multiple calls to a particular situation and they should approach with more caution than usual. And that's why your product, I think, is very important um, because it describes the type of weapon and uh, that, or weapons that are being displayed that would determine the type of response that you get. Because the SWAT teams are not always activated. They're activated only when they really need it. You don't want to be activating them every time somebody, you know, a gun is produced. So I just think there's a great value in this for the police agencies to uh, to look into. I re- really appreciate it. Thank you, Kevin. You want to say something? Yeah. No, I was I was just going to say the same thing you were just saying that law enforcement being able to get that image of um, a suspect before getting on scene is is huge. Um, I don't think you'd find any police officer out there that wouldn't want that information and the technology. You know, we have the technology there for that. So, gentlemen, uh, to wrap up, you know, we're living at the dawn of a of a new revolution in the technology, the artificial intelligence revolution. How do you think gun detection software specifically will evolve in the coming years? And more generally, how do you think AI, its impact on law enforcement will unfold in the coming years? Oh, man, I, uh, you know, we look at the capabilities of object detection and what camera systems can do. And we're, you know, we're a one trick pony right now. We're very focused on this one problem and this one thing, but as technology continues to develop, it gets easier to deploy. And then you can get, it's kind of like commonplace. You know, we, we see there's over 
80 million security cameras in the United States and growing. So we see the ability to provide you know, more information faster in a, in a security response position. You know, the landscape's kind of endless of what you can do. But you know, I think we're one piece to that puzzle and one piece to that pie. And uh, we're just going to continue, you know, heads down saying on this path. And and I mean, to us, we always looked at it as if uh, if we can save one life and through this whole event, this whole process, that is a that is a huge win. Every every bit, every waking hour of all of us working hard to make this solution available to our customers is totally worth it. You, you just got a new round of funding, by the way. Congratulations on that. Are Silicon Valley investors are they involved? Are they uh, you know are they looking at the company? Yeah, so I I you know don't sit on that side of the house in the organization. Um, but it's uh, we we have had institutional investors, uh, West Coast, East Coast. You know, we are a venture backed company, and yeah, appreciate the the round of funding comments. Uh, what was awesome is that you know our investors you know, see the value in the organization and came back in. So the majority of that funding was uh, was ran from our internal investors as well. So it's uh, you know the company's continuing to grow, and we're hitting awesome marks, and um, really doing some good things for our customers too. So. Hope to continue the mission. So, Kevin, if people want more information on the company, um, where do they go? You could go to zeroeyes.com. All, all one word, zeroeyes.com. Very good. Well, gentlemen, thank you for your time today and you know, keep up the good work. Again, this is the, you know, you're on the cutting edge of, of this revolution in law enforcement and tech. So we look forward to uh, bigger and better things. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to Cop Talk and you can follow us on Twitter at CopTalkWABC. That's at CopTalkWABC. Thank you so much. And until next time, be safe out there.